Hello, crime lovers, and welcome to Crime on Tap. I'm Megan, joined by my co-host, Sean. And welcome to our true crime podcast. Join us weekly as we drink our favorite cocktails and discuss gruesome murders, kidnappings, conspiracies, and more. Share the podcast with your friends, family, and heck, your grandma. Leave a review and make sure to follow us on all social media platforms at Crime on Tap Pod. Tune in for free on Apple, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to your favorite podcasts. Whether you're driving to work or doing laundry, Crime on Tap will be sure to fulfill your true crime fix each week. And now, buckle up for this week's episode. Listen and enjoy. Oh my god, Sean! Oh, we're back! After a little mini hiatus. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Crime on Tap. Now, we did miss one week. Megan was out for her bereavement week. <laughs> yeah, for my bere- So, it was a real reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I've talked about my Mimi before on here, but... The salt story. How can we forget when you fed her all that salt? Oh, my gosh. And I was worried that I was going to kill her. Yeah. Yeah, so it wasn't... I didn't do it, but... She- <laughs> <laughs> she has she has passed yes r.i.p mimi we loved her dearly mm-hmm. everyone knew mimi everyone knew everyone like i remember our friend in the chat said oh i'm glad she gets to watch her soaps and that was one of her dying wishes she had a couple of things she wanted to do and that was catch up on her soaps so oh my god i love her her was she the one that watched dancing with the stars yes oh yes oh wow she must have loved jojo siwa I don't know. I don't know what she. But yes, R.I.P. Mimi. We'll miss her dearly. But we hope you guys are excited for another episode of Crime on Tap. We are back this week with a kind of quickie, easy one. Just get back into the swing of things. We're just doing a little mm-hmm. current events episode here on Crime on Tap. I feel a little rusty. I haven't been doing this in a minute. I know you have to eat more pomegranates to rejuvenate you. Oh my god, I've been down and out. I've been putting moisturizer on my nose. You should see my nose yesterday, Megan. I sneezed about 40 times. I had a little flare-up at work. <laughs> so it was crusty? It was a little crusty? Well, it wasn't crusty, but it was just like like raw. You know, like Ooh. just from like like sneezing and then like you wipe it a little bit mm-hmm. on like your hoodie or something. But like even if I wiped it on a tissue, I was doing that all day. I was just like leaking out my nose. <laughs> so I was constantly wiping snot. Sorry if that's gross, but I'm just trying to, like, you know, you rub it so many times. It is raw to the touch. I look like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. So <laughs> we got a wedding coming up. A little shout out to Leah getting married on Saturday. So I couldn't go to the wedding with a red nose. So I've been moisturizing the entire day today. I've been reapplying, like, every two hours just to, like, <laughs> heal it. So I don't look like a red Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer on Leah's wedding day. Well, we have to wear masks, so it's not like... <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that. So you could have left your nose raw. Well, Megan, I'm going to have a drink in my hand about every second of this wedding, so I don't need to wear a mask. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's not like it's even going to be on for a minute. Yeah, but yeah, I'm feeling much better today. My flare-up is ending. Just sometimes at work, we deal with these clothes that have full of dust, and mm-hmm. I'm learning that I'm like extremely allergic to some kind of dust. I don't know. But it's bad. I mean, I can't function for the entire day once I have like one of these attacks. So like an old man over here having a flare up at work. But... <laughs> I've been having some sort of medical <laughs> attack. <laughs> but I'm feeling better. 
here today recording Crime on Tap. I told Megan that I might not be able to make it, but I feel much better. I had two pomegranates and I feel great. Mm-hmm. They're in- antioxidants, right? I help you. Yeah. Wasn't it like back in the day like when like kale was like coming up? And, like, avocados were, like, coming up. Like, Mm -hmm. pomegranates were a superfood or something back in the day. And, like, everybody wanted a pomegranate. Oh, yeah. And those, uh, what are those? Asahi? Asahi? Yes. That's, yeah. Those came out, like, the same time. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, my God, it'll it'll cure everything. (laughs) Was that just me? I was thinking of that today. Because I specifically remember pomegranate, like, the crave for pomegranates. Like, it was all the rage. Mm -hmm. Or was that just me not ever knowing that fruit? (laughs) <laughs> oh no i feel like it was a thing and they're yeah trying to make it like a health drink like i remember there was yeah. pomegranate juice those palms yeah yeah like for me they came out of nowhere but i don't know if that's just because i didn't ever like look for a pomegranate before or like did they just get discovered like in the 2000s you know what i'm saying <laughs> like i don't know how this just happens well i feel like you and i kind of grew up similarly in the way that Fruit was apple, banana, orange. <laughs> yeah. And then there you go. Yep. Like pomegranate who? Yeah, like pomegranate kiwi. That was like an exotic treat. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, it was in like that section at Hannaford that had like the star fruit and that like um the dragon fruit. That spiky orange one. Remember that one? I don't know oh, what that's what called. That? It's like the spiky like orange fruit. It was in like the exotic fruit section. And like we never went we're so white, like we're not buying yeah. that shit. I know. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the bananas? 49 cents a pound. I know. You can't beat that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I am convinced that the pomegranates have healed me. So, so now you, you're an advocate? <laughs> yeah. Responsored by Pom. Mm-hmm. Oh, if only. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to follow us on Instagram over okay. on Crime on Tap Pod <laughs> to keep up with the latest Crime on Tap news. Megan, throwing it to you, our social media manager. How's it going over there? um so i made that one post that one time and i have to say that i've slept on it a little bit but it she'll be coming back (laughs) okay we're gonna revive her from the dead one time at some point be sure to listen to us on spotify apple podbean podcast i feel like when you say podbean you gotta throw up the peace sign oh podbean podbean so kawaii (laughs) and the other ones Was that like Japanese? Yeah. Oh, RAR XD. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I was going for. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, you were gonna do a tennis update. Oh yes. Let me follow the script that we wrote. <laughs> oh yeah. That'd be nice. Can you keep on track? Um, all right, so on the script we have wedding update, check. Next we have tennis update. So if you guys have been following my tennis journey, you would know that me and my partner Paige made the finals of mm-hmm. our league just out of nowhere got fourth place in the league and we made it like barely qualified for the playoffs so we passed the first round we beat the number one seed and then we recently played the finals on sunday halloween and megan what do you think was the outcome you won again oh, let me let me preface we played oh. we played a team that was six and oh they haven't lost <laughs> and they beat us previously in the season so what do you think happened? <laughs> I'm going to say because of this true underdog story, I'm going to say you won. Bitch, we fucking won. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> we won. I am shook. Like, I sat in that car with Paige and I'm like, bitch, we really did that. We came out of nowhere. We came out of retirement for this shit. We haven't played in two months. And we just came out there and won the finals. Like, we won that league. We really did that. 
How do you guys keep pulling it out of your ass? I literally don't know. So the match was seriously so close. Like my asshole was quenched the entire time. <laughs> like I haven't had that feeling of like a close tennis match in a long time because usually, usually I'm just getting my butt kicked around here. So <laughs> this was close match and it really came down to a tiebreaker. Oh, it was really intense. And the best part was that our opponent was a mom and her two kids and her husband were there watching and to beat her was the best feeling ever to see her kids like on the sidelines like folding up their little chairs walking home with mama loser (laughs) (laughs) no but they're great people they were great people but we fucking won we did that i'm so happy (laughs) so we got a little message from like the league coordinator and he was like so impressed like usually teams don't just come in and like have no wins and like all this stuff like barely play and come out winning the league and we're like yeah we really did that sorry he's gonna start <laughs> testing you guys for roids pretty soon i know <laughs> so that's the update we really came out there and won so i'm glad i can report that you are listening to the 2021 mixed doubles champion in boston <laughs> oh my god i feel like that's a big title anything right? of boston i mean Mm-hmm. So um, that's the update. That's the tennis update. We are retired until the spring. Me and Paige have made a pact that we are not playing indoor tennis because one, it costs money to play inside. And two, mm-hmm. that's just a lot of effort to find a facility mm-hmm. and like court time. So we're both like, yeah, we ain't got time to do that. So we'll be back out on the court in spring 2022. Okay. <laughs> the champions. The champions. We got to come back out there and defend our title. Mm-hmm. We know everyone's looking at us now. So everyone wants to play with us. Everyone wants to try to beat us, but they can't. <laughs> they, they can't beat the strategy of just not <laughs> no doing st- anything. And... <laughs> right? No, the no strategy strategy. So that's the tennis update. Megan, here on Crime on Tap, we like to have a little drinky drinky. So what are you drinking tonight at 8.30 p.m. on a Thursday? Uh, so I actually do have a drink. Oh my god! I need to get rid of them because they are awful. So, do not recommend. Ooh. And and this is really hard to say because of my Vermont accent. So bear with me. Okay. It is an alcoholic iced tea lemonade, half and half. Arnold Arnold. <laughs> okay. As soon as you said alcoholic iced tea last year, I don't do that. Oh yeah, it's not good. Is it like that Bud Light shit I had? probably it's just like i don't i can't even describe the taste let's let's pop her and and have a sip okay what flavor is like lemon oh it's um it's like a regular arnold palmer (laughs) Um, (laughs) why do you say it like that because r's and l's and d's all together with a vermont accent is very hard oh are like i can't say the world the word rural because it has those r's and l's Wait, say it again. Rural. Oh, rural? Yeah. I thought you were saying world. No, I'm saying rural. <laughs> oh, rural. Yeah. R-U-R-A-L. Rural. I feel like if you think about it enough, you'll you can figure it out. Rural. I can't say um oh my god, what's that word I can't say? Manipulate. Um manip- manipulating. I gotta think about it. Yeah, otherwise but you I, say manipulate. Yeah. <laughs> Regularly, 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 regular, regularly, <laughs> like uh, regularly. How do you say it? Regularly, regular, Wait. regularly, regularly. Now I feel like I'm saying it weird. Regularly, regular, Re- regu- <laughs> I just try not to say it ever. 
Because I can't. I sound stupid. So you say usually. On Regu- the regular. <laughs> regularly. Does that even sound right? It doesn't sound right to me. Regularly. 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 I feel like you're missing the L. Yeah, I don't know how to make the transition from regular and lee. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. R's and L's together is so hard. That's true. Maybe I got that upstate New York accent. Maybe we yeah. share that thing. North country yeah. shit. The North. <laughs> up here in North country. <laughs> All right. Well, I have a nice glass of water tonight. Because mm. <laughs> since I'm going out tomorrow night, I need to keep hydrating. And I need, need to be like on my prime. And also mm-hmm. because like we're going to be out all night. Like I'm usually in bed by 8 or 9. So <laughs> I'm up at 4 a.m. And I'm going to be out tomorrow by 2 a.m. Two hours away from being up all day. I don't know how this is going to go. <laughs> Well, you should have been having coffee, it sounds like. I know, right? I'm going to have a lot of coffee tomorrow. But I got my nice glass of water today, so that's all you're getting for me tonight. Okay, so I took a couple sips, and it tastes like iced tea, but bitter. Like oh. fruit bitterness. And I yeah. don't like grapefruit, so. <laughs> oh. Yeah, just I haven't had any good experience with iced tea. Like, I hate twisted tea. I don't like that. I like twisted tea. You do? I don't like that, like, it's like a twang in the back of your throat. Yeah, this is what this is the Arnold Palmer that's doing. <laughs> Maybe you just shouldn't buy that anymore. Yeah, I'm not going to. Wait, I, have, I have, after this one, I have two more and then I'm done. Oh, so. Force Nick to drink them. Oh my God. I can't even get him to drink regular alcohol. Regular. Did I say it wrong? No, but I can say it. Oh, I can say that oh. one. You just can't add the L-Y. <laughs> yeah, like it's hard. Regularly. Okay, Megan, you have nothing left to say. How about we get right into the potty? Ew. <laughs> so on this week's episode of Crime on Tap, we just want to keep it a little simple and just do a full episode of current events. So if you know, if you listen to some of our past episodes, we do a little segment of just current events, what's going on in the, the crime community. Yeah, crime, um, mystery, conspiracy. Yeah. But this week, we kind of just want to take it easy, get right back into the swing of things, and we're just going to do a full episode on current crime events. So let me kick it off here, because this one is groundbreaking tea that I live for, and it happened not on just any reality TV TV show. It happened on Big Brother, Big Brother VIP, which is aired in Australia. Hmm. So this came up on my news feed. I don't know if you saw the video, Megan. Well, you sent it to me, so I did watch it. Oh, I did send it to you. So this involves Caitlyn Jenner. So back in January, when she lost her bid to be governor or whatever of... Oh, this was before she was going to be trying to be governor. So they filmed it back in January of this year, 2021. And Caitlyn Jenner was seen on Big Brother talking about the oj simpson case now if you don't know about oj simpson um just don't listen to this podcast (laughs) (laughs) everyone knows oj simpson the back in the 80s oj simpson was found not guilty of killing his was it his wife or was it his ex-wife nicole brown uh they were on the outs but they were still married so it was nicole brown simpson nicole brown simpson and like it's so bizarre to think about how Chris Jenner's ex-husband, Robert Kardashian, was the main defense attorney on OJ's team. Yeah. When Chris was best friends with Nicole Brown, which that is so fucked up. Like, that is betrayal. Betrola. 
<laughs> you're right oh my god i didn't even think of it like that like yeah, yeah. like oh my best my best friend's dead and i'm gonna defend the killer i mean we all know he did it like he yeah. was acquitted so he and i'm pretty sure it was double jeopardy so he can't be tried again for it so yeah he could essentially come out and say yeah i did it and no one can do anything about it right so caitlin jenner which at the time it was bruce when he was with chris caitlin goes on to say on big brother that oj simpson once told his ex-wife paul brown that he would one day kill her and get away with it now caitlin jenner is just saying this on big brother on national television this is some like serious tea that caitlin is dropping and she's just like nonchalantly talking about it if i was in that room i'd be like girl tell me more like what else do you know damn Caitlin goes on to also say it was an extraordinarily difficult time. Nicole was Chris's best friend and had been for a long time. And that Caitlin was at Nicole's house two days before the murder. Caitlin also goes on to say, obviously OJ did it and he got away with it. And at one point he even told Nicole, I'll kill you and get away with it because I'm OJ Simpson. Caitlin then said that Nicole relayed the message on the Chris. And at one point, Chris turned to Caitlin and said, unfortunately, she was right. So that's kind of like the tea that Caitlin been dropping on Big Brother. Like I don't know if oh I we did talk about this when Omarosa was Omarosa was on Big Brother, uh, Celebrity Big Brother in the U.S. and she was dropping all that Trump White House tea, like living for it. She was giving us like the behind the scenes and everything. Well, obviously, she left the White House, so she probably didn't have many nice things to say. But right. that's just like the kind of insider tea that I love to hear. And where else do you hear it? But on Big Brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because these people are together 24 hours on end. You're going to run out of stuff to talk about. Might as well talk about your personal shit. <laughs> right? And I'm pretty sure the conversation started with this guy asking or talking to Caitlin. It was like, I recently watched the OJ Simpson documentary or something. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think producers were like, hey, ask Caitlin about OJ Simpson or something? Why was he just like prying at Caitlin? For, like, information, you know? Or, I bet you that's definitely a possibility, or he is just, like, looking for the hot goss. I don't know. I would be, too. (laughs) Because that was such a huge moment, and I feel like people forget the Kardashians were very much involved. Um, Isn't OJ Chloe's godfather or something? Oh, my, I, that would be insane. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're, like, family, basically. But it was shocking to hear Caitlyn literally say that obviously OJ did it and got away with it, you know? Mm -hmm. Because everyone knows that, but I feel like celebrities and, like, you know, people that are in the public eye don't say that. I feel like they're just like, well, you know, he was found not guilty, but everyone knows that he did it. (laughs) All right. So that's all I have on Caitlyn Jenner exposing some tea on OJ Simpson. Oh, my God. Okay, so this one, this is kind of like, just like a current murder that's in the news that I found interesting. And I feel like it puts up a lot of hot button questions. In Fort Worth, Texas, a 22-year-old exotic dancer, Abigail Saldana, was murdered. And this was 12 days before her body was found she found a tracking device under her car and she posted it on Instagram 
oh. and was like, ladies, this is, I never thought this would happen to me. Everyone check under your cars and, and, you know, like trying to build awareness to that, but she never reported it to the police apparently. Um, so she was an exotic dancer and has been accused of prostitution and, but, the the article never says if she actually was a prostitute or not, but she worked at Rick's Cabaret Strip Club. Oh, okay. She had a customer named Stan who Ooh. was like very obsessed with her and was stalking and harassing her. And she told her manager, apparently nothing transpired or anything happened about yeah. that. So on October 26th, the police received a call that a witness saw a silver sedan speeding up before careening off of an exit ramp near the Fort Worth International Airport. And Mm -hmm. so the police came and it was Abigail and her car and her had been shot and she was and she was dead on dead on scene. So she got shot while driving. Yeah. And so that's why she that's why she probably like died, slumped over, hit the gas. Oh my god! And, like, drove and fell over, and so immediately they like went to her work and you know was asking questions, and the manager told them about the cus- the customer, the creepy customer, Stan Segelia, okay, who was an ex marine, and Ooh. so they did some more digging and they found that there was footage of Stan's car following hers very closely from work to home on the security camera yeah, and stuff. And then of course they took to social media to find more and he had blasted her on social media about how he felt taken advantage of. <gasps> so I, and how what he an was idiot. <laughs> I know. Why is he mad at her? And the, his, his posts were supposed to be like saving men's wallets and saving their sanity, you know, like don't trust these, these women. Yeah. But Um, now she's dead and you just look sus. (laughs) Yeah. So this is what he'd wrote. Um, I never thought I'd be one of those guys taking advantage of sharing for awareness. Abigail S and I, since July, 2021, we've been enjoying each other's company. What the fuck? You know what that means? (laughs) Oh Yeah. She's so beautiful and personable that I envisioned a future with her. But dealing with all the lies is overwhelming. I realize that's part of your primary job as an adult entertainer. If you only leave your second job, being in a high-end prostitution ring, we can move forward. Yes, this pays 2000 per session, but it's illegal. And having a boyfriend whilst having sex with other men... <laughs> and I love that it's like, how could you do something that's illegal? It's like, you're hiring her. Yeah. <laughs> Hiring a prostitute is just as illegal as being a prostitute, sir. <laughs> and uh, it was never confirmed if she was actually a prostitute or if this guy was just like obsessed with her and like imagining these things and yeah. everything. So on the car, there was a second tracker. So after she put the tracker, she took the tracker off. He put another tracker on <laughs> to continue heck? tracking her. And they were able to identify him and he confessed to shooting her. Wow. Did so you confess like Chris Watts did crying? Oh, I I don't know. I didn't really say if he was remorseful or not. I feel like that he probably felt he was in the right because, you know, she took advantage of him. Yeah. Or whatever. What um, tracker look like? That's still so like old school, you know? Well, they did have a picture in the article and it looks like an old like camera battery 
or like oh you know like your old flip phones and they have those batteries in them and then you drop your phone and the battery would pop out it kind of looks like that oh my god and he probably had access to this stuff because he was in the military yeah. and knew how this stuff worked and so he's not out on bail but it's tw- he's on bail for twenty five thousand dollars yeah and i don't think he's gonna get out too soon <laughs> yeah i don't know anyone who's gonna be paying that you know, for the all the men he warned apparently are gonna pay for it. So he can he he admitted to killing her too. Yeah, wow. when they when they like went up and was like, "Hey, do you know?" Yeah, I did it. <laughs> yeah, it was me. Sorry, but I felt like I put forth a lot of questions about like I'm gonna sound old, but Gen Zers. <laughs> I feel like with their positivity of being like, oh my God, yes, make prostitution illegal, like do all this. They're thinking of these like high-end prostitutes, like pretty woman where, you know, everything's, you make a lot of money and you look pretty and you go out to dinner and yeah. stuff. It's like, no, it's dangerous and scary. Yeah, it is. And it's yeah. not glamorous. <laughs> like you're going to have these creepy men obsessed and could end up being hurt or dead. So it's just... Well, yeah. I'm thinking if like the military, he may have been have been like PTSD or something. I'm thinking that's like might have gone like fucked up, you know? Oh yeah, that's a good point too. Like, are we taking care of our veterans when they come yeah. back? They've seen horrible things. They're you know they're changed, and we just let them loose, you know? Right? Yeah. Without any help, like. Yeah, I don't know, but poor girl, damn, stalked by and- Stan. Stuck by Stan. <laughs> and and she had a child. Aw. I know. So to lighten the mood a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, y'all. I know mine are, aren't very happy. Listen to Sean for the happy stuff. <laughs> okay, so mine's a little happy. I'm sure everyone knows the cult classic Hocus Pocus. Well, if you didn't know, Disney just confirmed on Halloween that Hocus Pocus 2 is now filming. And they are... Not as you expect, because the first one was filmed, many scenes were filmed in Salem, Massachusetts, where a majority of the movie is based off of the Salem Witch Trials, so it only makes sense to film it in Salem. But Hocus Pocus 2 has been filming in Rhode Island. It's like right across the border. So in the second movie, we have all three Sanderson sisters returning. I didn't know if... I didn't know all of them were alive. I'm sorry. Yeah, Bette Midler's <laughs> coming back. Sarah Jessica Parker. And then Kathy Najimi. They're all coming back for the second movie. Which I feel like you need you need them to come back, you know? Right. Don't even do it if you can't get the Sanderson sisters. Right. And then also Doug Jones is returning for his reprised role of Billy. <gasps> oh my god, I love Doug Jones. <laughs> right. And then there's some other people in the cast. Disney released it on Twitter, which I don't know if you're going to know any of these people. You might know Izzy from American Horror Stories, Belissa Escobedo. Oh, I haven't watched since like season six. I think she's on like season one and she has like a small part or something. Oh, okay. I'll have to look her up. Whitney Peak from Gossip Girl, Dirt's Lilia Buckingham, which I'm thinking, <laughs> as soon as I heard Buckingham, I'm thinking of that thinking of that woman <laughs> that was in the, the college admission scandal. What, what was her name? Buckingham. With, oh, I don't remember. With Aunt Becky. She, one of the Buckinghams was in the scandal as well. And 
I'm thinking like that she's related to her because how many Buckinghams are in, you know, acting? Yeah, so they're filming the second movie. Finally, I mean, their first one came out when? Like back in the 90s. And here we are finally getting the sequel. It says it's coming, the premiere to Disney Plus in the fall of 2022. So, I mean, that's a pretty quick turnaround. I know, know? I was just thinking that. I just hope that they don't, like, sequels I feel like contain the first one sometimes. I really hope they don't mess it up. (laughs) Yeah, like Mean Girls 2. What a joke. And then another little light and easy one. So if you guys have been keeping up with my little 90 or movie houses, we talked about the Conjuring house over in Rhode Island is up for sale and it's sold. Next, we have the Nightmare. Nightmare? The Nightmare. On, <laughs> the Nightmare on Elm Street home is currently listed in California for sale. So the original movie was based um Elm Street in Ohio. The actual home, like the front facade, is out in Los Angeles and it's currently listed for $3.25 million. The current owner purchased the home back in 2013. Her name is Lorraine Scafaria, who it says who helmed Jennifer Lopez's hit Hustlers. She purchased the home for $2.1 million. I don't know if you saw the Zillow link, Megan, but. Oh, yes, I did click it. Yes. The home from the outside is, they've kept it almost identical to how it looked in Nightmare on Elm Street. But then you walk through the door, and it's completely, like, minimalist, like, mid-century kind of modern. I know. Well, a lot has changed since the 80s. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's 2,700 square feet, three beds, five bathrooms. Like, Which, whenever do you see more bathrooms than bedrooms? Right? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> But the home is, like, beautiful. I love that archway. Do you see that archway? The huge circle archway to the I dining room? The dining room. That is really I unique. I love that archway. But, yes, it's currently, if you guys want to look it up, 1428 North Genesee Avenue, Los Angeles, California. Listed for $3.25 million. Sadly, your final offer had to be in by Halloween. Of course. Right? So you can't get your offers in now, but stunning home. And piece of history. Wow. Yep. That's all I got. I, do you live on Zillow? <laughs> I really do. I have so many saved homes. Just dreaming. Mm-hmm. Oh, I look sometimes too. And then they're always gone. I Yes. That's what I was telling Patrick. I go through my saved list and it's like pending, under contract. Final offers in by next week. And I'm like, the home was just listed like five minutes ago. I know. The housing market, it's crazy. I know. I can't believe it's still crazy. I thought people would be defaulting on their loans by now. <laughs> I thought we'd <laughs> see some nice foreclosure prices. <laughs> right? I'm hoping for a 2008 moment here. I'm ready to swoop in. Yeah, 2008 <laughs> moment. Yeah, let's get another recession going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like waiting for that recession. Okay, so mine's another sad one. Oh, okay. Um, well, okay. Okay, so Brian Coulter... And this is, again, in Texas. What is going on in Texas? In Harris County is accused of beating his girlfriend's eight-year-old son to death. And then the couple, and the it was a 31-year-old, Gloria Williams is the girlfriend. And they left the rotting corpse in a house of horrors with three other starving children. Wow. So, and it turns out this was an apartment complex in West Oaks Apartments. 
and they weren't even living there anymore. They were living somewhere else. So the kids were 15, 10, and 7. And for almost a year, for 11 months, the boy's body was shoved in the closet while the three other brothers were home. They were starving. And this is the kicker. Okay. So while these three children are on their own, you know, living with their brother in their decomposing brother in a closet. Yeah. The boyfriend, Brian, is posting, of course, on social media. Why do they all do this? I know. There's st- it's like you're never going to get away with anything because you're posting on like this is how they found the other guy. Yeah, this is so easy. Like many of the Golden State Killer back. I know. <laughs> Where, <laughs> well, in, in the age of technology, I mean, I guess it's a blessing because then we get to catch these people. Yeah. But so they were posting these like ridiculous, never ending posts about how much they love their family and how good they're eating. They're eating spaghetti. They have steak. Meanwhile, these children in the other apartment are starving. (laughs) And so here's a couple of the posts. My wife, who they weren't, they're not married. My wife made me a four course meal, not a three course meal, but a four course meal. The grammar is really bad. That's why it's hard to read. She cooks her ass off. That shit was so fucking delicious. I can't stop eating it. F-O-E, which is family over everything, all day, every day. So F-O-E is family over everything. That I guess that's an acronym he made. He has a tattoo F-O-E on him. And his Instagram handle is F-O-E Productions. So he's advertising how much he loves his family. Yeah. Oh, like, and here's another like one. Like, overly exaggerating. Right. It's ridiculous. It's like, you're clearly compensating. Yeah. And so this next one. My wife cooked this spaghetti and it is the best spaghetti I've ever had in my life. I couldn't stop eating it. There's nothing like a good home-cooked meal with a lot of love in it. Thank you, Lord. It's a blessing. F-O-E. It's the movement and the brand. Thank you, wife. I love you. And <laughs> F-O-E, we eaten good. <laughs> And then another one about the best steak they've ever had. Like, you just kept posting about food. It was like, that's why I'm like, it's kind of funny because it's like so comically over the top. Yeah. That it's like, he's doing the exact opposite of what he's posting on social media. (laughs) It's like in his head, like, oh, they're never going to catch that we did this because look at all my posts. Yeah. I love how he says the brand. Oh, yeah. So I'm wondering if he was trying to be an influencer, like FOE Productions was like going to be like his influencer <laughs> tag or something. Yeah. I wonder, like, I don't know. I, I just, I can't comprehend it. It is kind of funny. In like a horrible, morbid way, like those yeah. poor kids. And how they found out was finally the the 15-year-old like escaped and went to the police. Oh. What was he like? Hey, my brother's decomposing in the closet. Yeah, and um, we're starving to death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, so that's how they, that's how this came to light. So Wow. It's kind yeah, of crazy. So, it, so it's heavy, but at the same time, it's like fucking idiots. Oh, excuse me. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it seems like Florida, or Texas is turning into the new Florida. Yeah, like get it together, Texas. God. <laughs> right? So keeping in line with the little murder stories... <laughs> I don't know if you heard about this California family that was found dead on a remote hiking trail out in California, which this is so bizarre. 
and let me just get into it because this family, the husband, wife, their one-year-old daughter, and their golden retriever, um, were out hiking on this trail um, in the Sierra National Forest in the extreme heat. So they began their hike, and it was only about 70 degrees outside. But as they were hiking, it got as high as 109 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, my God. I, I was thinking, oh, 70 is too hot to hike. <laughs> yeah, right. Now, the family was found dead on the hiking trail about one mile away from their car. That was at a nearby gate to the entrance of the forest. The entire family was found dead on the trail. Everybody. Husband, wife, daughter, and the dog. Even the dog was found Aww, dead. Oh, poor doggy. There was no signs of foul play. It was said to be in a very unusual and unique situation because how was the whole family just dead on the hiking trail? There was no causes of death. They were immediately clear and the area was briefly treated as a hazmat site. Now, they were thinking, but they eventually ruled everything out, that it could possibly be carbon monoxide, exposure to gas from the mines in the area, a lightning strike. Like, could you imagine a lightning strike taking out the entire family? Suicide and drugs. That was all things that they were thinking. And then they were also thinking that since they were dehydrated and it was hot out and they were hiking in these conditions, that they could have possibly drank water from the river or the lakes that they were hiking by and it could have had toxic algae in them that possibly could have killed them but then reports came out later that there was no evidence that could support this cause of death because they did find toxic algae in the water that was around them so they're like oh maybe they drank it yeah just coming up with anything yeah so basically the end cause of death was dehydration and basically related to heat the entire family died like that doesn't sound right you know like they were they were all together there wasn't one that was like oh let me go look for water and you guys sit like i feel like even the dog i feel like a dog would last longer right and like a dog would like go like i feel like a dog has more like of those like (sighs) wilderness like instincts you know yeah and then that's why exercise is bad for you. So um, they just said that they were unable to determine the dog's cause of death, but is believed that it's also related to heat. So I just don't get how like the entire family just like drops dead all of a sudden. Was the wife dead and the husband was like also dying? I don't understand. Yeah, you didn't think, oh, let's turn around. It's really hot. Yeah. Does everybody just like pass out from at the same time? I don't know. <laughs> I know. I feel like they they should keep investigating. That's what I'm thinking. And he was like this big, big wig that worked at Snapchat. He was, he worked for them and she was like a yoga instructor going to graduate school to become a marriage and family therapist. And they were just out on a hike and they all died. Like even the dog, like that's so crazy. I know. That's why I'm like, I feel like there's a missing link here. That's what I'm saying. That's why I had to bring it to light. Hopefully there's more investigation into it, but like, it doesn't seem like they're trying too hard. And they're just like, they die from dehydration. That's it. It's like, mm-mm, that ain't good enough for me. Right? I wouldn't believe that. So, yeah, that's what I have on the California family. Okay. All right. So, my second to last one, another quick and easy one, just to let you guys know, Amanda Knox. If you don't know who she is, she's the one that was, oh, my God. She was like. She was abroad uh, in Italy. Her roommate died. Yeah. And they were like, you did it. But she's like, no, I didn't. 
<laughs> and then she was like found guilty and then they like acquitted her and then they tried her again and then she went back to prison and then they like overruled like this whole thing like i, I can't keep up with what happened the amount of time she was convicted and then like like taken out of prison like was like four times she recently had a baby was with... it with the boyfriend that she was with when her roommate <laughs> I don't think died it was <laughs> oh, okay just curious <laughs> But I just can't fathom possibly being with somebody who might have possibly killed somebody. Like, she was convicted mm-hmm. of killing her roommate, stabbing her to death. And then she finds, like, that must give people hope. Like, if Amanda Knox can find somebody, you can find somebody. I feel like there is, like, what is it? A people that are attracted to people that have done bad things. Oh, yes. I think we've talked about this before. Like, people who are in love with, like, prisoners. Yeah, it's like... And so... Because I know Jodi Arias, she gets love letters. Oh, okay. Here it is. Oh, how am I going to pronounce it? Hybristophilia is a sexual interest in an attraction to those who commit crime. Oh, wow. So I wonder if it's someone who has that and he's like, Oh, Amanda Knox, you murderer. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah so just a little update she had a baby oh and the name is stupid oh god all these modern names are all stupid. right i'm gonna have you guess the name so it's a it's a vacuum brand <laughs> dyson no <laughs> search with an e i don't even know that's the only brand i'm pretty sure it's a vacuum brand e- everlast <laughs> <laughs> no Elevate. okay okay it is a vacuum all right so she named her daughter eureka oh my gosh that is a horrible that is like a celebrity name Does right she she's a celebrity yeah right who's she trying to be like blue ivy yeah right you ain't never gonna be blue ivy she or named... siri cruz Siri cruz <laughs> or um north stormy northwest <laughs> yeah she named her eureka muse knox robinson that muse. is a terrible name eureka muse Sounds like a mucinex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god, this Arnold Palmer came out my nose. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so that's the update on Amanda Knox. And my final one here, which Megan was very interested in. Oh yeah, I love this shit. Um, it is kind of crazy, but it's also uh, been like debunked. So it's not that crazy. <laughs> oh, I didn't read the debunk because I did look it up. Yeah. Um, so a recent Reddit user was just on Google Maps, Google Mapping, and they came across what looked like a black hole. Now, if you look at it, it really does look like a black hole. Yeah, because it, it looks like it has, like, even the discoloration of, like, right? um, light or water around it. It's kind of, like, diamond-ish shaped, right? It almost looks like one of those, like, geo rock things that, like, you hit open. You know what I'm saying? That thing, you know, has, like, the crystals and stuff inside it. I don't know how to explain it. I but know what yes. you mean. Yeah. So this Reddit user recently posted, what the F, this looks nothing like an island. It looks like a black hole, which it literally does look like a black hole. But further inspection reveals that it's actually an island, 56 acres of uninhabited island owned by the Republic of Kiribati. Now, this island's name is the Vostok Island, and apparently there is... um, it's not actually black that you're seeing. It's actually 
a very dark green color, and it is a very dense forest made up of Pisonia trees, which these trees can reach nearly 100 feet tall, and they cover parts of the island and grow close to it, so it looks like a carpet of flora from above. So this is kind of bizarre, because you look at their other islands like around it, and it just looks like sand. And this one island is overgrown with all these freaking trees that make it look like a black hole from a satellite. <laughs> well, one of the things when I was looking it up was like when it's like a military base or sensitive information, they like blurred out. Yes. And so I'm thinking conspiracy that Uh-oh. it's actually like something, you know, that the, the government's trying to keep. This got me thinking because, oh, it does say that. The Kiribati doesn't seem to be hiding any army base or weaponry on this island. <laughs> so, well, yeah, they say that, but how can we've proven <clears throat> on every not every episode, but several episodes that we can't trust the government? So exactly, and that's what got <laughs> me thinking that like there's so many little tiny islands out there that like we don't even know they exist, and there could be like secret like classified information out there or like secret meetings that happen like we don't know we don't know what's going on you know uninhabited island so like how do we know what's there mm-hmm. i know i don't trust that explanation i don't trust it i know so i mean if there's trees and stuff there there's got to be wildlife mm-hmm. there's got to be some kind of bird or something over there you know migrating yeah. <laughs> a bird or a, some bird one yeah. bird but if you guys want to look up the Google, just go to Google Maps and look up the Vostok, V-O-S-T-O-K, island, and you can, it literally looks like a black hole from the sky. And that's it. That's all I got. All right. Well, I say that them some good current events. Them some good current events. Them some good. That's and... your Vermont accent coming back out. Oh, yeah. Only little Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed this little quickie episode of Crime on Tap, just to give you guys some current events of what's been going on the last couple weeks in the crime community. Um, So we hope you guys enjoy this episode of Crime on Tap. Be sure to follow us over on Instagram at Crime on Tap Pod. Be sure to share it with your friends and family. Share it with, heck, your grandma. (laughs) (laughs) And hopefully next week we get a new sponsor that is not Anchor because we're on episode what? 35 or something yeah 35 36 i don't remember (laughs) we're still rolling with the same sponsor so hopefully next week things will be changing so yeah we'll keep you posted and be sure to listen on spotify podbean podbean apple you didn't throw up the sign oh podbean podbean oh yeah and the other ones podbean but yeah we hope you guys enjoyed megan We'll see you guys next time. Where, Where crime, crime is, is always, always on tap. On tap. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>